You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 158, recorded October 23rd, 2022. The topic for this episode is Vow of the Disciple Raid Armor, Part 1, as a mouthful. I am your host for this episode, and my name is Orkin. Well, yeah, it's going to be a mouthful, and I am Elemist. <laughs> what do you mean, well, yeah, it's going to be a mouthful? We're going to have quite a few different voices going. That's true. Um, well, uh, besides that, we encourage feedback. It can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can tweet at me at hey, it's orchid. You can tweet at elmist at I underscore am underscore elmist. You can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a five star review wherever you can find the podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever it helps the um helps the algorithm give us as a recommendation to other people who are interested in destiny lore seriously that's a thing so um it actually helps if you just tell people about us too but um it helps recommend us to other people so leave reviews seriously um also on spotify five stars please you can also find us in our discord at discord.gg slash lorehub if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Um, every little bit helps. Thank you so much to the people who've been supporting us. We really do appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. You can also find our info on the lorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. I think we're still there. We're still there. Yeah. Yeah. We're still there. We're still there. That's true. Yep. Yep. Nailed it. Don't know how, but we're still there. <laughs> I think it's negligence at this point. <laughs> this week at Guardians of Lore, the Twoggle, it's finally Festival of the Lost. And it's exactly the fucking same. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah, same, same premise, same glitches, same, same problems. Everything. Yeah, but this time we get to look like mechas. So, I mean, I am a walking Gundam. Yeah, you're instead of you get to be a Gundam instead of a dinosaur. I'm wearing my dinosaur outfit in protest. <laughs> I I still had fun with the dinosaur one because I made myself look like a Power Ranger. But okay, hold on. <laughs> you let me get this straight. You made yourself look like a Power Ranger, but now you get to be. The Power Ranger? Question mark? Well, no. Now I'm a Gundam. But don't the Power Rangers turn into a Gundam? Oh, no, no, no. They, they've got their own, like, mechas that they pilot called Zords. Oh, my God. Don't they turn into, like, a Megazord? Yeah. All the different uh. mechas come combined together. Think, like, Voltron. Oh, my God. 
where it's like five machines that combine into one. Oh my god. It's too complicated for me. I don't I can't. Fuck. Okay. Well Congratulations. This is what this is what we've become. A Voltron Megazord thing. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Um, cool. Well, it's, I swear to God, it was just like put away in fucking carpet grandma's chest and forgotten about until this year. And they just made armor and Eververse stuff and they just brought it back out and it's the same bugs. The same, like, if you kill all the stuff too fast, you're just waiting around, waiting for the stuff to spawn at the end because like we always kill all of the the first 10 and then we have like 30 seconds to 45 seconds to wait i think the, like the most doing a dance and waiting i think the most time that i've had was like a minute 20 yeah exactly you're just sitting there waiting i'm like why are we waiting it's at that point that like i start shoulder charging teammates off yeah just to because i can't just to I've thrown myself like on the moon one. I've thrown myself like off the ledge before, like for funsies, like <laughs> waiting for the thing. But I've started bringing um, a sword with eager edge with me just to like launch myself around to entertain myself. <laughs> like, man, and it gets the same thing every year with the addition of like. Now you can pay $10 to buy things extra. Yeah. In addition to it for the extra pass that you don't need. Yeah. Question mark. I don't understand the addition of the extra pass. It's just more. More cosmetics. The same. Yeah. Um, what was in the extra pass? The apple bobbing one. Cat Sparrow. Was the Cat Sparrow in it? Yeah, Cat Sparrow was in it. Cat Sparrow, Apple Bobbing, and something else. Cat Sparrow was cool. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't. The Apple Bobbing was funny because one of the ones you pull out is a, is a small one. And that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Bobbing for small one. Only the Drifter bobs for small one. He's like, yum, 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 yum. Tastes like beef jerky. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Lol. I mean, like, um, what do you think of having the event pass? I mean, I saw some people after the first day already had Ghost Rider. Okay. I do have to say, in terms of having, like, something to go towards like a new title that's a bomb ass title that is an awesome title uh, which is why I, like i'm actually grinding for it i'm actually grinding for it that's a cool title like the actual like seasonal title don't give a shit this title this title is cool i will right. go for this like, title would you rather be ghost writer or scallywag I don't want to be a scallywag. I want to be a ghost rider. Ghost rider is cool. Yeah. Ghost rider is super cool. And besides, I told you I want to be a reveler anyway. Right. So I got to get, I have to get ghost rider if I want to be a reveler. Essentially to get ghost rider, 
you need to get a bunch of kills with auto rifles, snipers, and uh, pulse rifles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to get a bunch of arc energy kills. Oh, yeah. Like, do a bunch of gambit. Got to do a bunch of strikes. It, Got to do a bunch of all this other it's stuff. It's gambit the same bullshit. or crucible. Yep. So I will be doing but crucible. It's, it's a bunch of. It's actually. It's not that bad because it's seventeen percent per gambit or crucible. Right. And so depending it, on when you do it, if it's double gambit. Because you do get to do it for three weeks. So if you wait until it's double Gambit or double Crucible. But it's going to be double Trials next week. The week when this comes out. Yeah. So unfortunately, like I've been doing, I did all of the Vanguard stuff when it was double Vanguard. So I got a bunch of double Vanguard stuff. So I did all my Vanguard stuff when it was double Vanguard. I did a bunch of like, you know, double Nightfalls. I'm I'm focusing on the Vanguard stuff now, mm-hmm. um, and then that's what I did. I got most of my stuff done already. <laughs> Cause like I got all my kills done already. I just use those weapons, all three of them. I used Whisper. I pulled Whisper out. <laughs> Whisper is so good. Let me tell you what people have been sleeping on that gun. Like oh, Whisper is so good. Absolutely, <laughs> it's amazing. What have I been doing not using this gun? <laughs> Forgetting it exists. That's what I've been doing. But no, so like I'm I'm focusing Seriously. on getting the Vanguard completion portion of it mm-hmm. because yeah. the Crucible one, like I think next week is gonna be Mayhem. I'm I might mm-hmm. be wrong on oh, that. Oh, that'll go quick. Right, right, exactly. So like Mm-hmm. If I sit there in, in mayhem for like 10 rounds, it's going to be all of maybe like an hour and I'm done there. Right. And that's assuming that mayhem is going to be the one that's actually up. Yeah. Um. But like it's a total of 16 triumphs that you have to do. Um, I think th- Three of them are literally get the lore book, which is a, almost 200 pages. Um, the, the, whatever the currency is for, for the actual pages. Um, and then it's defeat headless ones, get the kills with weapons, complete activities, in the haunted sector place playlist, as well as the um, the crucible and gambit and the vanguard playlists, and then it's just it's true earn candy. Mm-hmm. Like I I think it's like you have to earn seventeen thousand. Yeah. So like it's it's a lot, but like if you're just doing it as a passive grind rather than like actively seeking out candy it's going to be much easier and especially with the fact that like you have to do so many uh haunted lost sectors so many strikes and crucible and gambit and like you're going to get it done along the way Mm -hmm. yeah it's true 
and I think a regular lost sector gives one manifested page. The way I've been doing it and the way most people have been doing it on the lowdown is that if you do the second um, witch queen campaign, it gives you nine to 10 manifested pages and it takes about 10 minutes. My God. So what have you been doing? Lost sectors and public Stupid. events. Stupid. Cause like, well, like I, I was doing a different grind and I was like, Oh, Hey, mm -hmm. I got a page from that. Mm -hmm. And when I did a, a, um, a public event, I, I just automatically turn it heroic and I got three pages. Mm hmm. Yeah, um, I was doing that the very first day because that was my grind last year was the public event grind. Because if you recall, last year was the same time we had 50 public events we had to do for Triumph. Yeah. And so I know who to blame for that. Um, he will remain uh, name redacted, but um, he is now one of my best friends. And he is terribly sorry. <laughs> he is terribly sorry. But he's gonna do it again. <laughs> his penance, his penance was that he did all of them with me. <laughs> but at the same time, it was like 50 heroic public events is horrible. Oh yeah. And takes forever. And it's never something that you should do. It's just like, why? Why would you put this as like something that you need to do? That's that's one of those triumphs that like you do it in spurts and you wait for yeah. that, that specific rotation on the EDZ where like mm -hmm. you just fast travel to different places and you just automatically jump into the the play the public event. We did it on the moon. Oof. Yeah, big oof. But um doesn't but Alters we, of Sorrow count for that then? Uh, no. <laughs> it didn't. That sucks. Mm -hmm. Was only pain. Um, but yeah, this year we realized that Witch Queen campaign counts. So if you do it on classic, non-legendary, you can blow through most of the enemies. You don't have to kill them. Only kill the ones that you have to kill. Mm -hmm. um and if you get really quick at it which is why whisper is so important for this because <laughs> if you get um if you get box breathing activated on it or i guess they call it whispered breathing now but box breathing um i guess they had to separate it out from box breathing i guess they nerfed it if you recall right um so if you get box breathing activated on it you can kill the boss that you need to kill very quickly and the two enemies at the beginning run through all the parts that you need to kill, especially if you have solar on because solar will just melt through everything because solar 3.0 <laughs> against classic is not fair. <laughs> solar especially melts. solar, solar melts everything. So if you have solar on, you can just like get through the campaign very quickly, especially like the three bosses at the end and whisper unfair like a very unfair advantage <laughs> so you can like 
pretty much like get your way through it very quickly. The only warning I have for people who want to do this grind for the last like week or two that put it off for the very end that are listening to this. There is a bug at the end of this mission. If you go through it too quickly, um, you need to make sure you activate the voice lines of your ghost as you go up to um, as you go up to what's his name? Finch. Um, Finch. Yeah. If you don't trigger the voice line from your ghost, it'll bug. So you need to like drive back and like make sure you drive around like on your sparrow to activate it. Because if you get through it too quickly, it won't work. Huh. Because you can get through it too quickly sometimes because I've bugged it out a few times on my own. And so has the person who told me how to do this. If you're with another person and you do this, it doesn't usually happen. But if you do it solo and you do it too quickly, it'll it can bug out. Okay. Because you just don't trigger it. Because you're just by yourself. So just like be aware that that can happen. But it works. And you'll get 9 to 10 pages each time. And it's very quick. So. Yeah. I swear by it. It's very good. And if you have friends. Even faster. <laughs> Definitely do it. Um, we have a couple other things. Some people are asking for a blanket nerf on Arbalus and Lorenz Driver. That's been like kind of the talk on Twitter this week. Yeah. Um, I think it's very funny. Um, I my tiny violin is out and I'm playing it. You can't see it because it's under electron microscope. That's how small it is. It's very tiny. As someone Elmus and I both played uh Crucible when all the pinnacle weapons were out, and a lot of the people listening to this did. Um, I have no sympathy for people who are just starting and are like, oh no, Arbalist and Lawrence Drive were so strong. Oh no. <laughs> Sorry. Wea. I I Cry me a river. I agree. Cry me a river. When not forgotten was strong and they hadn't nerfed it yet. <laughs> well, cause like I We've had so many different grinds with against things that have been absolutely broken i mean name in another three months there's gonna be another thing fell winter's lie do you want to go back to that one no right no well and I mean i'd rather the weird ass meta we have right now than like the handgun like the hand cannon shotgun like sled like slug shotgun meta well, that we had for like a good two years remember the meta of recluse mountaintop and then whatever you wanted for for your heavy like it didn't matter I'm seeing nom flash before my eyes when you said that oh why would you say that I, exactly my point though you know i used played, that meta we played in that meta and Everyone ran Mountaintop and Recluse. I ran Mountaintop and Recluse. Because <laughs> you Sheep. had to. <laughs> I had to. You had to run Mountaintop and Recluse. And I mean, like, Funnel Web right now, just as bad as Recluse. 
but not as good as Recluse because Recluse was better. Yeah. And honestly, Recluse is still better. You can run Recluse right now. Recluse is still good. Like, go play right. with Recluse. I pull Recluse out and use it. This is people like yelling in trials, like, oh my god, Arbalus is ruining trials for all the top tier players. Like, do you know what? I don't care about your top tier game. Right? I don't give a shit about you guys anymore. I mean, at that point, it's it's the 0.5% complaining. Yeah, I know. You guys are beneath me. I don't give a shit about you anymore. Cry. Honestly, I really hope like Bungie's new like marathon PvP game or whatever they're doing with NetEase, you know, that they've been that people have been talking about. Like, I really hope that that is a more balanced version of like the same Destiny gunplay that we're used to. So everyone can go to that and leave. That would be nice. Yeah. We'd hear a lot less complaining. So, no, we wouldn't. Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> then they'd just be complaining about that. And it's the same people. Yeah, but then I could just turn tune that one out. Nah, you wouldn't be able to because they'd still be yelling about it. It's the same people just yelling about other stuff. Honestly, it's just like it's the same yelling. And it's, it's going to be another couple of guns are going to be yelling at. They're going to like blanket nerf other guns in another four or five months, three months. And it's going to be another guns, another six months and nine months. It's going to be other guns that they're going to complain about. It's the same thing. Like another, you know, PVP, like meta breaking gun is going to be released and they keep doing this. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, we can only have ourselves to blame. If you want to have cool stuff, like it's going to break the meta every single time. Arbalus is a great gun. It is great for PvE. Oh, absolutely. Ever it is almost necessary to use. Ever since they made it made the gun uh, anti-barrier intrinsic, like it is built for PvE. Yeah, it is. It is so easy to aim and it has special ammo and it is great and it's feels good and it just like, you know, breaks. It goes through everything and it breaks all the shields and like it is so good for soloing stuff. Like I can solo stuff with it. Yeah. I don't have to think about like, what am I going to bring? Like, what kind of loadout am I going to bring? I'm like, oh, I'll just bring Arbalest. It's so, so great. Like, love it. I love it so much. Arbalus is great. So. <laughs> I like it. Lawrence Driver? Fuck it. Whatever. I don't know. They are sunsetting a few weapons. Um, Aisha's Embrace, Reed's Regret, Duty Bound, Silicon Neroma, Forges, Pledge, and Reese Walker are all getting the sunset treatment. And so you will not be able to get them anymore. Right. That's the one thing I wanted to clarify. It's sunsetting the ability to get them, not sunsetting the weapons themselves. 
Um, so like if you just like before, so if you have one, hold on to it. My beautiful baby, duty bound, duty bound. I love you so much. You're the best. Also, reads regret so good. Yeah. If you don't have a reads regret, reads regret, please go get one. Like right now, go get one. Have someone take you through trials. Go do solo solo trials just put yourself through the pain to get a good reads regret or you will regret it that's why it's called reads regret because it's so good just get one and and if you accidentally deleted it you're gonna oh have my god to, why would you, you you're gonna have to reads reget it oh my god i hate you <laughs> no problem What's this last thing on here that you put on known issue? So is this? Uh, we actually had a conversation a couple days ago in Lorehub where somebody noticed that on the solo flawless dungeon triumphs, it actually says your fire team needs to go flawless. That is, it's a known issue to Bungie. Um, it incorrectly says fire team. So you're still going to have to do the dungeon solo and flawless. Interesting. I mean, I thought it was kind of written like on the tin, like if it's a solo flawless dungeon, you shouldn't be doing it with a fire team. Like you are your fire team, but. But like if the actual checkbox says, you know, fire team. Yeah, I guess. And, and that's where the issue was coming from. You know, the, the actual uh, triumph okay. itself is named Solo Flawless, but the checkbox for the triumph says Fire Team Flawless. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it, it was nice that Bungie actually acknowledged, hey, it's a, a glitch. It's not supposed to say that. And they put it in the TWAB so that it could reach the majority of people. I'm glad that they put it in there. That's really important. The big thing for me was that we just had a discussion about it in uh, Lorehub a couple days ago. Um, and then it, the, it was like right before the TWAB came out. And then the TWAB came out right. and confirmed it. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, that's good. Let's see. Um, I think that's it. Yep. Lore Network Ad? Lore Network Ad. All right. Spicy question mark. The Lore Network. Do you have any burning questions or theories from the story of Destiny the Game? Check out our podcast, Spin Foil Theory, where we examine your burning questions about Destiny's rich history and lore. Listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher. Also check us out on our website, SpinFoilTheory.com, for articles, memes, and extra content. Was that spicy? Could have used a little more spice, but I mean, it was, it was, it was good. It was good. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Oh, my God. One of my friends just sent me a tag that they saw in Destiny, and it says itchy pineapple. What? I don't know. The clan tag is PB and J, but the actual, like, person's name is itchy pineapple. I'm like, why would you send me this? Wow. It's very funny.
I should <coughs> I should never look at Discord while we're recording. Right? <laughs> Most random shit people send me. <laughs> this is a brief intro into the topic. Um there we have a bunch of armor sets, okay? We have three armor sets from the raid. I've done this raid once, guys. I don't know anything about it. Each armor set is a different story. The armor is obtained from Valve of the Disciple raid that I've done once. So we're going to try to read this kind of the way we've been doing the last few. We're going to read this first one. Um, this is the Titan Helm. For Zeta, the Nurturing Worm story. Resident Fury Helm. The flavor text reads, Ur yearns for nurture. It does so through hunger. I am Zeta, the nurturing worm. Behold Yul, and Ayr, and Zol, and Ur, and Akka, the virtuous worms. Look upon us, and know that we are good. You, however, are not. You are inconsequential, and this is not your... My what? Place? Privilege? Destiny? You disrespect. There are no pleasantries in the deep. Only the decaying husks of oversized parasites towering before me. You take me for a fool, believing I am like all else manipulated by your psychic machinations. I will not be controlled, for I am wrath. He allowed us no audience. He knew of our hunger. Abandoned. Imprisoned. Our vulnerabilities stood clear, and he wasted no time in cracking them open with the rib he tore from the cruel leviathan. You desire life. My witness desires your power. A trade is in the stars, your servitude for their lives. He said, lifting the rib and pointing it at my children. Their power requires sustenance. Without it, your witness will have none. The surface of this disgusting rock is aligned with their sustenance. Primitive beasts now stand at the verge of new purpose, giving life to your kind once again. I, kind Rolk, will ensure your children survive, and you will aid a righteous cause in return. Outmatched, death would one day be our recompense. But our part was still left to play. Go on, then. He snarked, holding the rib out. Sustenance has arrived. I grasped it, and he swam upwards, dragging me in tow, rising up from our deep, taking me from my children, up and up, away from one prison and toward another. So yeah. Um. So I've not read any of these. I should say, 
beforehand. I've read zero of any of these, um, mainly because A, I've done the raid literally once. So I have none of the armor. I have a couple of weapons and I have the bond, I think, for the warlock. But also like I never realized that like the worms, I thought they were like actual like worm gods. I didn't know that they were like Babies. not really. Yeah. They're gods in the sense of like nothing that that comes after them realizes that there's anything before them. Right. It it's kind of like um if Adam and Eve have, you know, grandchildren or great grandchildren, at that point they look at Adam and Eve and they're like there was nothing before you was there. Yeah. But we're seeing here that Rolk is making a deal with Zeta or Zeta is making a deal with Rolk. I I should word it that way. Uh specifically for her children. Rolk is like I will take them from their prison and I will lift them up. Like it says here, primitive beasts now stand at the verge of new purpose, giving life to your kind once again. I, kind Rolk, will ensure your children survive and you will aid a righteous cause in return. So like Rolk is going to make sure that the entities that we know as worm gods survive. Right. Interesting. And it's the the interesting thing to me it is that at this point those worm gods aren't prisoners yet. Right. They're nothing. But Rolk has the rib bone of the Leviathan that acts as the guard to them on fundament. Right. So Rolk is creating their prison. So Rolk is giving them power for prison? It's not so much that he's giving them power. It's more that he's going to ensure that they survive. There's a difference. I feel like Rolk is creating a pyramid scheme. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Rolk is like, buy into my pyramid scheme. Absolutely. He's like, would you like some power? Here, buy into this timeshare. <laughs> The timeshare is fundament. Would you like power? Here. Sword logic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they do. And then suddenly the timeshare that is sword logic, which it really is kind of a timeshare. As in it is bullshit. I think of it more like a pyramid scheme. Is that not the same thing? Eh, that's fair. Mm. They're both scams. So, I mean. Yeah, I thought it was like pretty like you could exchange those words to mean pretty much the same thing. <laughs> but. Yeah. But yeah, it was. I don't know. It's just. It's just kind of wild. The one thing I do want to point out is. And like I said, and you will aid a righteous cause in return. Mm-hmm. So Zeta is going to help Rolk and the witness. Interesting. And, and like she's doing it for her children. But anywho, 
do we want to jump into the next one? Yeah. The next one are the Resonant Fury Gauntlets. And the flavor text reads, Yule yearns for nurture. It does so through honesty. Stench follows. You drag it before you. It will not consume you. For you have conquered it. Or so you prefer to believe. Turn back from the world-killing way. Or you will live as wrath and devastation. In this life, there are beings that bring light to others. And there are beings that bring dark. He brought dark, only dark, and was not more than an unbreakable, unstoppable force. The cruel Leviathan learned this truth the hard way. He pulled from its chest a rib many times larger than the subjugator himself, yet he wielded it as nothing. The Leviathan, winded, broken, cast its gaze on the deep below. You would not look upon the one who bested you, beast. Lift your eyes and meet mine. The subjugator placed the rib beneath the beast's skull and raised it level. What lies beyond belongs not to you nor to your false god hiding amongst the many moons. It belongs to that which witnesses all. You would do best not to forget it, regardless of your misplaced loyalties. The rib dropped into our dwelling, our deep. With force, it landed before us uplifting the sediment of the fundament floor into a dense cloud from which he emerged. You, who stand on the naked hull of an ancient ship, you, who stand exposed, should be annihilated by the crushing pressure and ferocious heat of the deeper fundament. But you, survive of your own will. You are not known to us. He was to be our fate. So, it it's the worm gods and Zeta are all on fundament still. The Leviathan is the one that's actually watching over them and trying to prevent them from from being uplifted. Rolk and the Witness know that the Traveler is among the, the moons of fundament. So Rolk just straight up drops the bone down into fundament like it's fish food. Yep. He's just like, here you go. Like feeding time. 
and and like he yum, yum, he yum. does it right in front of the leviathan too like yeah he's he's just floating there like hey got something of yours and then just drops it yeah it's kind of rude yeah just a bit i like the fact that they're using the title you know the subjugator yeah because he did subjugate them right like i wouldn't say would would you say easily or would you just say like he just subjugated them oh he did it easily you think so yeah uh and for those that don't know um a subjugator is kind of like a ruler or a dominator uh, a champion somebody who conquers So, like, Rolk came in, conquered, or beat the the Leviathan. So now he's earned that title of the Subjugator. And I'm pretty sure he earned that title long before that. But, like, they don't know his history. The Leviathan is just swimming around. Like, he doesn't know the history of the universe. True. All it knows is to keep the worms at bay. Mm-hmm. But I like how he says, um, what lies beyond belongs not to you, nor to your false god hiding amongst the many moons. Right. It's referring to the the traveler. Mm-hmm. But that also means so, that the Leviathan is worshipping the traveler. Right. Either that or he's he's like Rolk is assuming that the Leviathan is and the the Leviathan could honestly just have no clue. It's that or he's also speaking to like the Wormies at the same time. Could be. Like as Krill or speaking to just everybody. I don't think he's speaking to the Krill. Hmm. So if the like if the traveler is out there, then because remember the the traveler choosing the krill was a surprise to them as well. Right. So if it was out there, then for the leviathan before the krill, then the leviathan was worshiping it. The other the other option is is like I was talking about earlier. It could be there to choose the krill, but it hasn't fully chosen yet. And Rolk is just assuming that because the traveler is there, it's choosing everyone. So he's just attributing every creature to worshiping the uh the traveler. Interesting. 
he just assumes and like based on the context we have no clue right because um, all he's he's doing is just babbling and it makes it seem like something or you know one or two more entities are worshiping the traveler but we have no clue well i'm interested to see what happens next absolutely even though i am surprised that he referenced the traveler being like hidden out amongst the moons I thought that was like a little interesting thing. Also, we got to hear the Leviathan talk at the beginning. Yeah. Leviathan had big boomy voice. I mean, I assumed it would because Leviathan's really big. So well, it'd be silly if the Leviathan was like, hey, guys, what's up? I'm Leviathan. Listen to me. Leviathan talking. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, we haven't heard it. We haven't seen or heard the Leviathan since the Books of Sorrow back in yeah. the Taken King. You know, mm -hmm. year two of Destiny 1. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. Five or six years. Uh, like I said, it's been a while. So that was pretty cool. Possibly That seven. was cool. God, don't, don't say it's been that long. I think we feel old. <laughs> Jesus. Listen, I hear like people are like, yeah, I'm like 14 years old, like... This came out when I was seven. I'm just like, God, go away. You're so, so young. You make me feel so old. Uh, right? My rickety bones. My rickety bones. It's at that point that you're like, uh, you're such a baby. I love it. They're so adorable. Oh, they're so cute. Oh, you're all so... Oh. Young Destiny players are so adorable. God. Okay. Next one. We read the next one before I get like so, yeah, old feeling. It it was seven years ago. God, don't say that. It feels so old. Okay. September eighth, twenty fifteen. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. Okay. Jeez Louise, I had just, I played that with my new co-workers at my job. Because my two co-workers in um, environmental engineering had, like, convinced me to play this with them on PlayStation. Back then, I, uh -huh. I was, I had just moved out to D.C. Really? Like, I was in my first apartment, mm -hmm. which at this point was three apartments ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was an IT auditor. Yeah. Like, that... My two coworkers my told me to... Um, they were like, hey, do you want to play this with us? It's uh, It's on PlayStation. I'm like, cool. I'll play on the thing that I don't play on, but I'll I'll play with you guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, feel so old. Right. So old. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Next thing. Okay. Right. This is the Resident Fury plate. The flavor text reads: Zol yearned for nurture. 
It did so amongst the thousands. Madness. Whether he knew it or not, the subjugator shared the characteristic with his very target, the Osmium King. Larvae in hand, the king was surrounded by whispers. Whispers of the end of all things, designed to incite madness. And then the movement of a silver moon in the sky made his madness fester. He raved, ranted, until others were so sick of listening that they tore him from his life. His daughters, fearing for theirs, fled. From on high they watched, the witness and its disciple, plotting their next move. It toys with us, my witness, as it always has. Our enemy in fundament sky, its movements are a message, one that belies our machinations. It, it delays our desires so that it may seek its own. These frail siblings will soon be claimed by the light, unless we claim them first. Our whispers were fed to a weak mind, but we have watched these siblings, these children of the king. They are brave minds, clever minds, ambitious minds, yet unsullied by the weakness of aging that plagues their kind. Then what compels them to hear our whispers? Desperation. We will tell the most cunning sibling of a cataclysm, a prophecy of great loss. We will feed her fear, her pride. We will say, young Sathona, the end is coming of a great cataclysm, a god wave. In the sky, there is only death, but salvation lies in the deep. Lead your sisters down, your cunning will spare their short lives, and you will be reborn. The Witch Queen, Salathun. Quite the embellished lie, my witness. Lie? Or perhaps a truth in the making. That will be of her choosing. She may even stand alongside you one day, in service of the final shape. In that moment, jealousy, envy, or something more was all but painted across the subjugator's expression. What? It's nice getting the written out form of the cutscene. Yeah. We got this cutscene at the end of The Witch Queen. 
Yep, right before the final mission. Mm-hmm. That's the everything that we thought we knew about what happened to all of the to all of the krill, the hive krill, to all the krill, because they weren't hive yet. Especially to the siblings. Yeah. What what created the hive, I should say. Yeah. Because they were not the hive yet. It's nice having that actual, like, the actual confirmation. Exactly. That's bullshit. That's some bullshit. <laughs> like, like, I'm actually kind of mad for them. And And when you stop and realize, like, it all boiled down to the fact that, like, the witness wanted to claim the krill before the traveler did. Like, that is the entire crux of, you know, what happened to Savathun and Oryx and Zivu. It's like he knew that they were going to be claimed. So he's like, nah, nah, bro, I need them first because you're going to have them. So I need them. And that's exactly it. It it makes me wonder how much of a turning point the Krill would have been. Like if the traveler had succeeded before the witness did. I mean, they're pretty strong. I mean, they're strong. They have culture like they've got magic. They're strong thanks to the worms. Yeah, but I mean, like, do you think they would have been strong without them? And, and that's that's the thing. Like they were given the worms and that helped them get their strength. It depends on how the light would have manifested. Because if it was the whole, like, you know, ghost aspect, you know, they have to die in order for, for them to be chosen. Then... I I just see that as, as a little backwards. Because, I mean, they've already got short lives. They only lived about 10 years, I think. Right. Was it really that short? 10 years? If I remember correctly. It, it was pretty short. Like, I'd, I'd have to look back through the, uh, the Books of Sorrow to find it. But it was... Because that was, that was the whole thing, was that... Sathona... Arash and and Zivu wanted to get revenge for their father, but they were afraid that they were going to die because of their, you know, short life expectancy. Right. It just seems like such a low life expectancy, even for. I don't know, even for like a race like that. I don't know. It just seems so short. Well, and and. They were low man on the totem pole on fundament. Right. And, and that's that's why I'm I'm wondering how much the the traveler would have really helped them. Because if it just bestowed all the light to them and you know gave them abilities and stuff without them needing to die, like it could have quadrupled or quintupled their life expectancy at least. It could have given them strength. It could have, like, all these things. They could have been essentially guardians without having to die. 
but unfortunately we'll never know it's too bad that we won't it's really interesting though it's a it's a fun thought experiment yeah i like that thought experiment i really do um I do like that the like going and looking at other stuff in this reading. I like how um, the witness or how Rourke is still called the subjugator. I think that's funny. Um, I don't know why I do. I just think it is. Because you're playing Rourke. Yeah. So it's almost Our like enemy in fundamental sky. Subjugator. I know. Um, I do like Rourke does call out. Um, the traveler mm -hmm. um he says it toys with us my witness as it always has our enemy and fundament sky its movements are a message one that belies our machinations it's interesting that um that they are seeing the traveler move around and seeing the traveler coming and seeing that the traveler delays our desires so that it may seek its own. So they came there because they saw the traveler come. So I'm wondering if them seeing the traveler is what spurred them on to push them to this lie, which I'm assuming, yes, that's what. Oh, absolutely. Um... Absolutely made them do it. Uh, like the witness actually says here, you know, it delays mm -hmm. our desires so that it may seek its mm -hmm. own. These frail siblings we claim them will first. soon be claimed by the light unless we claim them first. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, in a roundabout way, it was the traveler that, that pushed them to the worms. It was just mm -hmm. more of the fact of like the the guiding hand of the worms was, you know, accelerating mm -hmm. the plan. But it does say that they were yet unsullied by the weakness of aging that plagues their kind. So yeah. they were just, they're naturally stronger than the rest of them. And it could be because, you know, they were Oryx as kids. Who knows? Like. Well, they were Oryx. And, right. you know, Sabathun and, and Zivu. Um, mm -hmm. I think that that's just telling that they were young. Right. Like they were still actually growing and not decaying. Like they hadn't hit that midpoint. Right. No, no. I'm interested like in the fact that the witness and um and Rolk really were chasing um the traveler back and forth. Yeah. I'm wondering like how many times they did this. Oh, uh, we know that we don't know about it, Right. I was about to say, like, we know of at least two. Yeah. You know, here on Fundament and then once mm -hmm. in um on Rees. Mm-hmm. You know, the whirlwind. Right. But you know, it's interesting. All right, should we read the next one? Absolutely. All right, I think this one's all you. Yep. But um, next one is a resonant fury graves. The flavor text reads, Aka yearned for nurture. It did so through secrets. 
The subjugator did what he does best. Conquer. Capture. Many of his victims fell. But those who proved useful served. From a prison within Fundament to another in the dark expanse of his making, I was taken. And that was only the beginning. He knew of our strengths, our powers, to grip the mind and guide, to fill it with vitality and power, to reduce it to rot and waste. The universe is wide, my child. His witness would chide with wrath matching, if not exceeding yours in its vastness. Seek it before it seeks you, or it will be your end. He claimed to desire our powers for his witness, but I overheard eons of their discussions. His omniscient god always reduced him to that which he claimed wrath. Though he wore such a designation proudly, he wanted more. Wanted our power for himself. To continue to do what he does best. Better than before. Alongside his witness. This is why I was kept. The desire for domination of all things. The subjugator returned living pieces of me to fundament. Segments he called larvae. He set them adrift on the ocean, knowing full well where the current would carry them. To the shores of the Osmium Kingdom. So, the Osmium Kingdom is actually, like, an onshore thing. I did not know that. Like, it, it's an actual, like, above the ocean, like, landmass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, like, I, I didn't know that either. The more you know. And they They talked about things shifting, but the way it sounded, like, it could have been anything. It was very unclear in the Books of Sorrow. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, I did not know that. It's very interesting. This is really actually kind of sad and depressing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they took pieces of me and like sent me back to the kingdom. They took my children and <laughs> removed them from me. It's cool. It's and fine. And sent them to the area that was her prison knowing full well what they would do and what gets me is uh the line here from a prison within fundament to another in the dark expanse of his making so she literally goes from one prison to another Mm -hmm. and the you know quote dark expanse of his making 
end quote, Mm -hmm. is his pyramid ship. Right. So she really was taken Mm -hmm. and kept there. God, that's so depressing. And and we actually see that in game. Right. We see that she's there in the middle. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. No, like, before these entries, I didn't feel much outside of just a general, like, hatred for the hive, especially for the worms. Mm-hmm. But from this entry, I just, I feel bad for her. Not necessarily the other worms, because they, we see what they specifically wanted to do, but... I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her and kind of for Rolk at the same time. Like, for him, yes and no. It's like Rolk isn't used to the best of his ability by his boss. And he's like, but I can do more. And his boss is like, no, like, you're my lackey. You, This is all you get to do. <laughs> The, the one like, is like, nah, you're, you're wrath. You're, you're wrath. You're wrath. That's it. Sorry. You're wrath. That's it. That's literally all you are. But and he's like, but no, I'm more than that. And he's like, no, you're not. You're actually not. Can you stop? You're, you're wrath. Literally. That's it. And he's like, but I'm dominating literally everything. Do you not see these shoes? Like, my hooves <laughs> are so dommy mommy right now. Oh, God. It's true. He but, wanted more. Wanted our power for himself to continue what he does best, better than before, alongside his witness. Because his des- the desire for domination of all things it says so. It says so in the text. But that that also brings up a th- fan theory that I saw some time ago, and I, I honestly don't even remember who it was from. Mm-hmm. Um, but the disciples... like Are the seven deadly sins exactly. or something? That's exactly the, the... I saw that too, but I mean, like, how many other disciples would there be then? It would be a total of seven. There's too many. How many other... Well, but like, there's too but many. Like at this point, Rolk is dead. Nizarak is dead. Uh-huh. There's two. Callus is a new one. Three. So we're halfway. Um, there's which whichever disciple or or entities creating those statues that have been enticing everybody, you know, enticing Clovis and and I like the theory, and I I do see aspects of how they can go that way. Hmm. I just I don't know if they fully will. It seems too easy. It does. And also kind of lame. It does. And I, I don't think it's going to be a full on announced like, you know, I'm the disciple of gluttony or anything. But like, I think it's going to. I mean, be like, more Callus could be gluttony, obviously. Gluttony or I mean, 
Or greed. I mean, he could be so many. But that's the thing. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't know if they're they're, you know, gonna come out and actually say that or anything, or if they're just gonna bake it into actual characters' personalities. Right. Because, like, Callus, like we said, is gluttony and greed. Mm-hmm. Rolk was wrath, and he was prideful when fighting us. Mm-hmm. And that was his undoing. Uh, so, like, I, I can see them going down different roads with this, if they even decide to. Right. And, and yeah, it, it's a bit cliche. It's 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 super cliche that's that's like painfully cliche but like looking back at destiny's story when hasn't it been cliche it's true destiny is like always painfully cliche <laughs> like i mean if if you're looking at at destiny's story like the first three years it was literally us proving that we're awesome yeah that's true that's true yeah i mean i could see it but it's just like i don't know to me it was just like "Eh." i don't know anyway do you want to read the last one absolutely okay the last one is the resonant fury mark the flavor text reads Ire yearns for nurture. It does so through order. The Witch Queen rarely paid visit to my prison. And when she did, it was not for me. She knew what I was. What I produced. I was a servant of the subjugator. A servant of the witness a provider of that which took sustenance from her and many like her. She never cared for that. And as such, she never cared for me or for him. And he knew it. She was cunning. Where wrath consumed Oryx and Zivu Arath, it always eluded Samathun. Or perhaps it was she who eluded it. Of this, my subjugator was not fond. Placed indefinitely in her throne world, he was made to watch her every move, to mentor and guide, to keep a close eye, so that one day she, too, could serve the witness a disciple in the making it was as planned the krill became the hive the enemy amongst the moons of fundament disappeared my subjugator served his witness well but he could not escape the very words of his witness which beat against his mind whenever Savathun stood in his presence. The 
universe is wide, my child, with wrath matching, if not exceeding yours, in its vastness. Seek it before it seeks you, or it will be your end. I became a vessel for his jealousies, a source of power for his upended to consume. To see Sabathun's world shattered, should she ever step out of line. In the deep, my children pay a price in servitude for survival. In ascendance, the hive pay a price in servitude for power. And in the dark, I pay a price in servitude so that others may be nurtured. It must not be in vain. Ooh. Right? That, like, really nicely wraps it up. It does. Oh. A lot of times, like, so often when we read these, like, it doesn't wrap stuff up at all. It just kind of, like, leaves it hanging or doesn't answer any questions or, like, you read it and you're like, that was it. No, like. But it actually, like, kind of does. Right. And, like, it's not a definitive, like, this is the end, but... No, but it's nice, and it actually is, like, there it is. It's close enough to an end, and we see where she is. Yeah. So that we can we can make that leap of, like, okay, this wasn't 100% written to end, but, like, we see where she is today, so making that jump isn't too difficult. Mm-hmm. The one thing I want to note, the flavor text for every single item, it's describing the worms. Yes, I did notice that. So, er, you know, yearns for nurture. It does so, so through hunger. So, er, the ever hunger. Yule, the honest worm. Zol of the Thousands, or Zol Will of the Thousands. Akka, the Worm of Secrets. Mm -hmm. And Ayr, the Worm of Order. I thought it was cool. Because, like... It is cool. Because, like, it, it... I always get the worms mixed up. Mm-hmm. Except for Zol, and that's only because we actually had his mission as a strike. Um, you know, the, the Will of the Thousands strike is because Zol of the Thousands, or Zol Will of the Thousands. Um, but no, like, I, I, I thought it was a nice touch. Especially with the fact that, like, the overarching story is about their mother. So each piece is her reminiscing about, like, what nurtures her children. 
and digging into the actual entry itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Rolk was placed into Savathun's throne world near permanently. And that was because the witness wanted to groom her to be a disciple. We see how far that went. Yeah, that did not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's it's like a fuck around and find out kind of thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and- um, I I do want to point out like one thing I did like in this, like uh, kind not really related. Um, I like that I became a vessel for his jealousies. A source of power for, for his upended to consume. And upended is capitalized. Yes. Um, so the upended is the device that we fight on top of in the final encounter. Yes. And that's what I wanted to point out. Because when you go into the raid, the worm is like wrapped around it. Yeah. For people who've not gone into the pyramid. And I'm sure I think most people who listen to this have gone and done um, the preservation preservation mission (laughs) preservatives. Get the fuck out. (laughs) The preservation mission. Because you at least have gone inside the pyramid at at this point. Um, Because you can go in without having done the raid. But um, you can see the worm there in the middle. And you can see the upended in the center. And that's where the boss fight is um, at the very end. And um, so the worm is kind of, I mean, I think the worm is dead at this point. Uh, as of the but, end of the raid, yes. Yeah, but you can... At the beginning um, of the raid, she wasn't. Yeah, but at the end of the raid, she is. Mm-hmm. Um, But... That's what the the upended. She's like wrapped around it, and it's it's really fascinating that you can like see this in game. And so I like it. They didn't really used to do this until like the last year or two. Is that they actually have like in the lore you can see it in the game, and it feels a lot more connected. Yeah. Now and so it feels like a lot more alive it, it feels like an actual so, connected story rather than just separate than it stories just lore books yeah and as much as i love like the old lore books that we had like black armory and all of those and even like the old like lore tabs from d1 they just felt so disconnected because they weren't in the game right like they were just stories and while they did make destiny feel like more like a place that we were experiencing it this makes it feel like oh i'm now seeing the upended with the fucking worm around it here's the story that goes with it 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 makes it feel like a full on connected story like and and i i might get some some hate for it but like the mcu when they start throwing in Easter eggs of like, you know, oh, this person's on trial or this person, you know, there's a a news report in the background saying, you know, 
destruction at this place and you're watching a other movie and you see the destruction actually happening like it's that kind of thing where like it's it's an easter egg and when you dive into it some more you're like oh there's there's the connections and i see it and i enjoy that kind of thing i i love seeing the actual connections that are happening um and i cuz like this entry specifically it talks about why rolk is there in the thorn world uh it it ex- you know it explains what is going on with with the worm you know zeta as of like the beginning of the raid um yeah like it, it explains why why Rolk is is there i mean that that's the big thing for me is that the witness actually had a reason for Rolk to be there it wasn't just like oh hey we're going to start hinting at a villain right i think that's the most important thing that this says why Rolk is there it gives a Rolk a reason to be there exactly it explains the entire reason why we're it it gives rolk a beginning a middle and an end i think and it explains rolk's connection to sabathun and explains sabathun's connection to the worm gods through the witness exactly which i think is an important history that the cutscene didn't explain fully that you could have missed when playing the campaign and having it in words is just like another way to explain it yep so i think that's really good that like leads us straight into like did you like this book this is my favorite armor set from this raid of the three yeah really not just because it's the Titan armor set. I mean, there's a little bias there because of that, but I was gonna say, is it biased because it's the Titan armor set, or just because like <laughs> it has the best story on it? I have not read the it, other two stories, so I don't know. For me personally, it's a bit of both. Um, like okay. I, I found the story captivating because you know there's this secret sixth worm god, right. So, like, I was just immediately drawn in. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... I think that's really cool that there's another one we didn't know about. Right. That they kind of invented for the specific reason, but... Right. And we accidentally killed. I like to think of it... I like to think of it more as, like, there were just more that we just didn't know about. That would be a, a huge twist. It would be cool, but it would be a huge twist. Yeah. That like Zeta is one of three birthing mothers or something. And yeah. So like there's just a whole fleet of worms that we don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just think it's um, it's yeah, I just think it's interesting. I like it. 
Um, I think this is a really good book. Like, it's interesting. I can't wait to read the other two since I've not read them yet. Um, you had to read a lot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I had to read a lot the last two weeks. That, this is my week that, that's off. That's exactly it. Like, <laughs> that's that's how Thank I'm you. taking it. Is you know you had to do a lot of heavy lifting the last couple episodes. So like, yeah. Uh huh. I'm I'm just I'm I'm helping you out there. Thank you. Thank you. This is my week off um, where I had to read like six lines. I'm really enjoying myself not doing any work this time. <laughs> it's really good. It's a really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, you have any shout outs? Ooh. I know. Big question. You knew it was coming and yet... Here we I are. I got so into the the worm god discussion that like I totally spaced on the shout outs. Um <laughs> You know what? Shout out to uh work buddy John and Zephyr from Lorehub and my girlfriend. So I've been streaming a Nuzlocke playthrough on Pokemon Red. Um, and I'm trying to go through the entire franchise. And I didn't realize how difficult a Nuzlocke run is. And they've been supporting me through all of it. You know, coming out to watch and, and everything. And it's it's been a lot of fun. So my shout out is to them. Oh, well, that's really nice. What about you? I'm so glad. Um... Actually, I'm going to play Pokemon. That's going to be my shout out. <laughs> my shout out is to me attempting to play Pokemon. It's going to happen. <laughs> I'm very afraid of it. It's going to happen, though. <laughs> really excited. I bought I pre-ordered my Pokemon Violet. So it's going to happen. Elemis, we're going to play Pokemon. <laughs> oh, I'm taking time off of work and everything like. I know. I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to play Pokemon when I get it. So, for, very excited. For me, it was more like I had the, I had days to burn that don't oh, carry have, over. Man, I have days that don't carry over either, and I'm just like, I don't know when I'm going to take them. I I don't know when I'm going to take them. We have, like, I'm going to take some time off for my birthday, I guess. We have a new Destiny season coming up in early December. I, I guess I could take time off for that. I mean, question mark. I mean, like, I don't get Christmas off. So. Uh, I mean, I'll be working, whatever. That's rough. I mean, I don't celebrate Christmas. I just love Christmas. I love Christmas. I'm so excited about Christmas every year. I just don't celebrate it. I celebrate the dawning. <laughs> I'm here for the dawning, guys. It's going to be great. I have some special thanks to everybody, though. The audio for this episode was produced by Rindle Zevis. You can find him on Twitter at Rindle Zevis. He's there all the time. Um, also, I have to like 
double triple thank him for all of the really hard work he did in the last couple of episodes um we didn't actually thank him but he was also the voice of the witness with elemist he dubbed over all of elemist's voice with his own voice yeah so he did all of those voice lines as well. So I have to like thank him for doing all that extra work to make all of those episodes so good. Like he worked so hard on everything to make all the audio so good. So I have to really, really thank Rendell for that. Like he really did so much work for that. Like it's not sustainable. The rest of our episodes are not going to be that way. Fuck you. I did it anyway. But we really wanted to like just kind of try some stuff. So thank you so much, Elm, or thank you so much, Rendell. Not you, Elmas. I'm never gonna thank you. Thank you, Rendell. Oh. Thank you so much. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, but- the artwork for this episode is courtesy of Olshock B on Twitter. Yes. No. The music in this episode of oh, no <laughs> the music in this episode is copyrighted Bungie. We're able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. If you want to dive into the Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They're the resource we use to make our show notes. Do you have anything to add, Elmas? <laughs> Thank you, Baxter. Thank you, Baxter. <laughs> Here's some reminders. Um, you can find us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can find me at Hey It's Orchid. You can find Elemist at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you can find reviews. It's five stars, by the way. You can join our Discord at discord.gg slash lorehub. If you'd like to support the podcast, ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore monies thank you there are tears on there supposedly i don't even know i need to check stuff and things there, I'm tired. there are tears i don't know uh, there are tears are i don't know are, are they are they sweet and salty or like what i don't know anymore Everything is a lie. My life is a lie, Helmus. Are they Rindle's tears from all the... They're going to be from all the extra work we're giving him from this episode. This shit show we're giving him. It's all a lie. It's all just tears. Say goodbye, Helmus. Goodbye, Helmus. Oh, goddammit. Otters are wet. Goodbye. Goodbye. You can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. <laughs> outlook.com. Can I do that again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Outlook.com. You can send us. Shut up. <laughs> but her, its name is Zeta, X I T A. Zeta. And 
because it sounds like Xena, it's Zeta, warrior princess in my head, because 90s kid. Yep. It was on TV after school. Oh, absolutely. Totally on TV. Right. That and Hercules. Man, Hercules is so good. I don't remember anything about it. It's just that he was good looking. Also, Xena, very good looking. I was more of a Gabrielle kind of guy. Oh, I was a Xena looking at her girl. Mm. All right. Yes. Okay. <laughs>